0: It's the prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Pro on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by Middle Tennessee Electric, Little Caesars Pizza, Craig's Tax Service, and Franklin's Printworks. Welcome back in as the uh, conversation rolls along this morning. Riverdale coach Will Kreisky joins us as um, his Warriors were winners 22-7 to over at Phil Watts Tomahawk Stadium last night and uh, got to play at home, home crowd, good stuff, and good things happen. Coach, congrats.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. It was a hard-fought ball game. Uh, played well at times, played bad at times. But I mean, came out with a win, so that's that's a positive, and get to see another Friday night, so that's a good for this team, and you know these guys are ready to roll and, and get going, and we got to travel to Lebanon next week, and Lebanon's kind of, you know, six a football, but got the small town atmosphere, and it's it's going to be that stadium in Lebanon, Coach Gentry does an excellent job, that place will be rocking and ready to go.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a, a, a fun time. You know, I was was just going down the, the bracket and the scores, and the 6A bracket looks a whole lot different this year than it has in years past and some new teams. And, uh, you know, you've got Shelbyville, a 6A team, one of the smallest 6A teams in the state. But what, what kind of jumped out at me uh, was Region 3, uh, came out with two of the um, uh, four wins there last night, and uh, Coffee County, a team that beat Rockvale a few weeks ago, knew they were going to be pretty tough. And yeah. I'm sure you talked to your kids about that. We
1: did, and, and you know sometimes it's hard to sell it, but um, you know the kids. Uh, coffee played really well. Uh, you know we hurt ourselves. We got uh, in, we got in the red zone twice in the second quarter. And came away with zero points um penalties you know blocking the back you know uh, got us one and then a personal foul got us on another um and we can't do you can't do that in the playoffs and i stressed that to the kids and you know at times you know that's one of them was trying to make a play which he didn't really have to and we, we had a first down and was inside the five and it got pushed back and they moved the ball back to the 25 so you know that hurt us and then the other one, you know, kid was being overly aggressive and and just kept driving and and, and um, you know you got to be careful. You know, we got a different association and and things and, and you got to be smart. Um, and it, that really hurt us. Um, we moved the ball well. We just didn't get into the end zone in the first half, um, but once. But the kids played hard, played well. Um, Kind of you, kind of like to see that adversity though, and see how they respond. Because from here on out, there's it's not going to be any blowouts. It's all going to be tough games, and you got to play uh, physical, and you got to face adversity. And how do you handle adversity this time of year? Is if you can handle it, you'll survive. If you can't handle adversity, you'll be sending those helmets off to get reconditioned. Yeah. Um, so you know, I was proud. I was proud the way the it. I mean, we've faced a lot of adversity games this year and, and tight games, and and the kids stick together. You know, we we blew a coverage late. In the third quarter, and they gave up a touchdown, which is uncharacteristic of our defense. But they didn't waver. They stuck together and made plays and was able to score two more touchdowns.
0: Well, I mean, it was, what, mid to late third quarter when they scored that touchdown, and all of a sudden it's 7-7, and it's a four-quarter game for sure.
1: Yes, sir, and the kids didn't waver and came out and made some plays and, um, you know, recovered a fumble and then was able to punch punch the ball in and, and go up uh, – 15 to seven, you know, um, so it was, um, it was really good to see, to see the way the kids, uh, handle the adversity and, and fight back. Um, you know, I don't know mentally, you know, I felt, you know, if, if we were kind of looking past, you hate to say that as a coach, um, but, um, but the kids handled it well, survived, you know, survive in advance. Um. So we'll be able to come back and play. We get to go to the practice field Monday. and That's when you're in November and you get to practice on Mondays. That's that's a
0: good sign. Well, the thing, uh, and we're talking to Will Kreisky, Riverdale head coach. You know, uh, you have some history with Coffee County. You know, former region opponent and that kind of thing. And sometimes those, I mean, and and you've got a uh, you, you know a veteran bunch here. And so maybe those things creep in. You know, we we used to play them, and now we're playing them in the playoffs. That kind of thing. But. Um, you know, I think sometimes we lose fact that you're you're dealing with teenagers here.
1: <laughs> exactly, and, and I tried to stress to him not to read the newspaper too much or or look at social media. You know, because a lot of the predictions were were. were Heavily favored us, and, and I think the guys just at times just thought they had to show up. And, and, but coffee, Coach coach Green's doing an excellent job. They played really well, and their quarterback is an excellent kid throws the ball really well and, and can handle pressure, and and he played an excellent game. Um, you know, but you know, the thing that I was upset most was the penalties. Um, that, that cost
0: us points, and you can't have that this time of year. Well, uh, you know, not to beat a dead horse here, but penalties are one of those things that you have – talked about in the past and you you had more penalty yards than coffee county had offense in the first half last night so you know i mean it's 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 tough to overcome those things especially in tighter games i mean you're playing a 10 and 1 lebanon next week so
1: yes and you know i mean we had a kid rough the punter you know he was just trying to be aggressive make a play and he dived and it was it's close um but they called it a 15-yard penalty and, and, and that hurt um so you know and, and then uh you know we had two face masks on on that drive you know so i mean that's another 15 apiece um and it's kids being aggressive uh, not out of control aggressive we just got to be smart you know we got to go back um go back to our tackling circuit on monday make sure we're doing things and doing things properly when we tackle um and, and watch what we watch what we do and you know it's um they handled it well um uh, so that's a positive um but it's Got to get it fixed, uh, but these kids will. It's fun. They're a fun group to be around. A fun group to work, work with, and, and uh, you know, it's uh, it'll, it'll be fine. You know, like I said, Marcus ran the ball well. Lakota Young came in and ran the ball well. Those kids play hard. The offensive line moved, was consistent, uh, had us moving the ball. We just got we just got to stick it in the end zone. Uh, you know, if we get it in, the, if we get it in the end zone. Um, in the first half, those two times we got in the red zone, maybe it's different, but we didn't. Um, so we had to handle that and 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 regroup, and readjust, and, and settle down and just play football.
0: I know you appreciate that aggressiveness, and, and now it's just working on those those small things to work those kinks out because you, I mean it's an aggressive game here. So I mean there's a fine line you have to work there, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. You know, you want to be aggressive, and you, you know it's better to tell them to to slow down or calm down and then try to get them to be aggressive. That's that's, that's always tough to do. Um, but, but again, you know, we'll get it fixed. We'll get it worked. We'll watch film tomorrow with them and, and talk about it and then start working on Lebanon t- tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow night, and get ready. I mean, their quarter, Lebanon's quarterback, from what I've seen, is he's one of the top ones in the, in the mid-state. He throws the ball really well and runs the ball really well. Uh, he started for the last two years, a basketball kid also, and plays really hard, and he leads that team. Um, I was, I was able to watch them um, early in the year on our off week. There were the TV game against Mount Juliet, and Mount Juliet's a traditionally really strong team, and, and they got after them 35 to nothing. Um, and they, they handled them pretty impressive win. Um, Coach Gentry's got them playing together as a team, playing physical um, and, and making plays. Um, we've, we've known Coach Gentry since uh, he was a coordinator with um, over in Cookville for years with, with Coach Maynard, and he's always done an excellent job there. And he's got in the town. I mean, if you look all over social media, that place is going nuts and excited. It's I think it's their first playoff win since 06, 05. So they're really excited. It's it's going to be a the atmosphere next Friday night is, is what high school football is about.
0: Will Kreisky uh, joining us here this morning. A few more notes about last night's win over um, Coffee County, 22-7. to 7. You, you mentioned Lakota Young, and this is a, a kid that may be new to some uh, Warrior fans in terms of seeing him as much in the backfield with Marcus. So you kind of threw a new wrinkle out there?
1: Yeah, it was good. It was good. Uh, Lakota's been on and off with us. You know, this year he tore his meniscus, had surgery. Uh, been out now. He's finally healthy and and been able to help us and and having having those two in the backfield, you know, with Marcus and Lakota, is good. It's a, a different dimension we can add to our offense, and it helps us. And, and And both those guys are comfortable in the backfield, and both those guys want the football. So, um, and they both run really hard. So it, it's 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 good as a coach, you know, to finally have two guys healthy back there
0: um you have around 200 yards rushing i think or more than that last night but between the two of them you know and so if you can get that kind of production that certainly helps the uh, offensive output I yeah, think.
1: yeah it does and, and you know not not trying to beat marcus up and you know having with 20 something carries so you know this time of year you know i think they both had over, a little over 15 carries apiece. piece and, um, you know, Marcus coming in there, running some wildcat. He, he's a senior. He's a leader. Uh, those guys listen to him. Um, and he, he he was able to run the offense. It was pretty pretty special to see the way he handled the offense and ran the offense last night.
0: It's a long season, isn't it? I mean, just thinking about, it, you know, if somebody has 25, 30 carries a game and you talk about – 11 games so far and and with week 12 coming up next week playoffs i mean you've you've got to do something there to keep the tread on the wheels
1: yeah you do and and, and it's a grind it's grind on the body and so you know you want to keep them if you want to keep playing in december you got to keep these guys healthy you know you got to keep your guys healthy that's the main goal and you know some guys you know as with playoffs, I know that didn't play. You know some region opponents. You know I know Stewart Creek lost their quarterback a few weeks ago, and that's tough. You know in high school football when you lose a key guy like that on offense, that's tough to overcome, especially this late in the year.
0: Will um, last night uh, w- was in front of the home crowd, and you know I, I think a lot of times we take for granted, um, especially here in this area, that if you're the number one, number two seed, you're going to be home forever, and. You would have been had the opponent been Stewart's Creek, but, you know, the higher seed, you go on the road this next week. And um, I, I just think as fans, sometimes we just take for granted, oh, we're going to be here, you know, two, three weeks. But every game is, is a gift.
1: Yeah, it is. Every game is a gift, and every game at home is a gift. You yep. know, it's second year in a row that we've had a first-round home playoff game, and, that, and that's big. That's big for these seniors. Um, it was neat. And, you know, we had um, – seven home games this year we were fortunate enough to have that many home games and the seniors got to play seven games at home uh so that was special for them and a good opportunity for them and, and we're proud for them and and so they'll take it on the road it, this will be the farthest trip we've had this year in Lebanon I think it's 34 miles from Riverdale 30, 34.5 I looked it up just to make sure and started on the travel itinerary and so it, it'll be a little travel for us a little, little different adjustment uh, I think the farthest trip we've taken this year is Stewart's Creek <laughs> so you know it's, we've been very fortunate this year to stay in county with all our away games
0: you know that and that's that's great I, I love to see that you know when, when you have to travel two hours or out of state and I mean that, those things just become a little more difficult especially for your fan base and Boy, if there was ever a year to have seven home games, this was a good year to have it. After last year, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah, it was great. You know, financially also, you know, to have all these home games and it was good for the fans and, and good for our concession stands and, and things like that, just to help with our program. But it, you know, the morale and the student body, you know, to be able to have the opportunity to come out and, and be at Warrior Stadium for seven times.
0: You're you're wearing out the uh, administration and the game day folks that put everything together, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, Miss Miss Blair and and her staff do an excellent job. They said everything. Thing up, and you know, a little Miss Blair had a little extra stress yesterday. They were repaving the uh, parking lot in the uh, gym, gym parking lot. So oh, that's was, a good time to yeah, do it, right? <laughs> so, I, I think they got finished with the lines maybe at four o'clock. So she was pacing around and, and screaming, and but everything got done. Everything ran smooth, and nobody would have known besides the people at Riverdale.
0: Wow, that that's that's amazing. Uh, you just never know what what goes on behind the scenes of all of that. And I know you uh appreciate everybody that has a part in it i mean everything just runs so smoothly from what goes on in the press box to you don't have to worry about whether you got enough hamburgers and that kind of thing all of that stuff's done so you can concentrate on the team
1: yeah we have a lot of people you know coach messer uh you know is our athletic director and him and coach king they do an excellent job just with all the game day situation have everything set up and and mr limbaugh he's kind of the key to all of it and people don't realize he gets everything set up and he gets the atmosphere going and and sets everything up in the press box. So we're very fortunate at Riverdale to have all these people that, that chip in and help.
0: And, and not just all those people that do that, but that really have a love for high school sports. You know, uh, Limbaugh is a, a baseball guy, but he's always there. And um, Lindy with such a, a background in Tamara. So, I mean, you've, you've got an administration that appreciates the sport that – is part of high school experience.
1: Yeah, they not only appreciate the sport, but they, they 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 do it for the kids. You know, they're in this business for the kids, and, and they they want to make the best atmosphere, and, and not not just with football, but with any athletic event or any event at Riverdale. They try to create a, the best opportunity for our kids.
0: Well, let's talk uh, a little more about the Lebanon Blue Devils. They're they're ten and one region champs, and um, took out a, a very good Stewart's Creek team from our region uh last night they get to play at home again um you, you've already kind of talked about what coach gentry has there but uh both you 10 and 1 i mean that this is why you you play playoffs isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is i'm excited i'm already excited i'm ready to go um i know our kids will be excited this second round game this is what we worked for this is what we got ready for and it's gonna be fun they're big up front they're physical up front i know they got a a lineman, Eli Freeman. That's that's highly recruited and, and very, very physical. So our D line's got to be ready to go. Um, our offensive line uh, will have to have to be physical. Uh, our backs got to run the ball hard and and, and control control the game. Uh, Jameson's got to do a good job of of connecting with his receivers, getting on, getting on the same page with them, and and being able to. Uh, you know, connect and, and just be patient. Um, it's not going to be easy. Uh, we can't get frustrated. They're going to make plays. We're going to make plays. And, and the, the team that can survive the storm will come out victory. Um, so we, we just got to be patient because, uh, like you said, they're 10-1. and 1. Their only loss is to a good Wilson Central team. And so, you know, when when you got two teams that that have won ten ball games, they've done a little bit right this year. So it's it's going to be a test. We got to, you know, I thought special teams really helped us last night. We we got to have a great night on special teams again. uh, Khalil Armand did a great job kicking last night. Ryan Edmiston did a great job kicking last night. Um, So you know, a lot of times in the playoffs, special teams determine the winner.
0: So we uh, we just got to stay focused, uh, get get prepared, and, and be ready to go next week. It's Riverdale at Lebanon. That'll be our broadcast game uh, next Friday night as well. So uh, looking forward to uh, heading to heading to Lebanon. We're we're going to see all of Middle Tennessee.
1: Well, good. I'm glad y'all are coming down. Uh, I know hopefully it won't be a TV game again, so you, yeah. I won't have to hear y'all complain. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know I'm glad y'all are coming down to hang out with us. Yeah, uh, headed up there and uh, visiting with Tommy Bryan and all those uh, Lebanon Blue Devils. I mean, th- this is this is old school. I mean, back when I first started, this was a, a district game yeah yeah it
1: used to be a big district game and i know a lot of people a lot of their alumni is talking about it and they're excited for it and i know i got Guys that uh, – two basketball coaches over at Lebanon I, I worked with at Riverdale, Jim McDowell and Corey Barrett. So, you know, it would be good good to go and see it, see those guys next week.
0: Two guys that like Rutherford County a little bit. You yeah, know, yeah exactly, so. exactly. Coach, uh, good luck, and we'll see you on Friday and next Saturday too. Yes, sir. Thank you. Will Kreisky joining us, Riverdale head coach here on the prentice Salsa Heating and Air Coach's Corner.